Hey, hey, hey. I'm Rosalind Diana, and this is Truth Over Everything, Verdad Sobre Todo. And in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing the gospel in two languages, English y Español. Are you guys ready to hear the word of God? Let's start. Hey guys, welcome back to episode three, and you are listening to Truth Over Everything, Verdad Sobre Todo. And today I have a special guest. Hi. <laughs> that is my friend, Krisha. Um, She is going to be testifying today about her favorite experience with God. We are doing a series of my favorite experience with Jesus. So that's why I have a guest today. And so I want to start off with asking, what was your favorite experience with Jesus? Um, as I look back, um, when I was 15, so I got the Holy Ghost when I was 11. And, you know, you know, right? You know to do better. You know to walk this thing out. But I, I started getting into, like, a rough patch in life when I was 15. And I began to, like, act out in different ways of my behavior um, in school. It just began to really, in a way, backsliding, even though I kept going church but mm-hmm. I was still backsliding um and not taking it seriously I got caught up in sin and these choices I kept making and after a while I recognized I wasn't really able to feel God's presence like that and so during this time my mind is going through different phases of just you know basically saying I can't be saved or doubt or God doesn't care or I'm just not able to do this anymore because it just seems, quote-unquote, too hard to be saved. Um, and even though the word had been instilled in me, because I had been going to uh, turning points since I was six years old, so I always knew better, but there were many different situations that made me feel like this was just too hard to be saved. i never forget, uh, I was the year of 2013, and I'm sitting here wilding out, however, what I'm doing. And uh, we go to Florida, me and my family, and uh, the worst trip ever. <laughs> it was only the worst trip ever because um, when you are in the wrong, God is not going to allow you to stay there. Mm. Uh, he's not going to let that place to be happy or comfort. I mean, you can run over that all you want or try to desensitize that feeling of conviction all you want. But I couldn't run away from that. So on the trip, we were in Florida, first time ever in Florida for a week and I did not have fun like all these mind battles all these thoughts like I'm torturing myself um and it's just like I hate this place and I remember I came to a result that I was just just gonna continue to do this because it's too hard to be saved we ended up leaving and coming back home and I remember that Tuesday night we had church and the presence of the Lord was there and I was irritated because I'm like <laughs> not irritated yes, I was I was there that I couldn't feel him, and I remember just declaring that, you know what, come 18, I'm done. Like, I don't have to go to church once I'm 18, so. Um, or if I'm out of my parents' house, so I'm like, this is what it is. I literally can't be saved. It's too hard. The mistakes keep happening. The I can't help it to over, you know, ride this stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. I'll never forget um, when it was that following Friday service, we had youth service. Youth service are the bomb. Youth service is the bomb. Always. <laughs> Always hot, especially. Is that when like we had it upstairs? Well, I wasn't yes. there at that time, but definitely it was upstairs. Mm-hmm. We had upstairs. We stayed like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, and the presence of the Lord was there. 
Were you irritated that time? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I couldn't feel God, but I remember texting to Koi before I got there. Like, I jumped 15. And I was texting her about something. And all she said was, sin separates you from God. Mm. And I'm like, I ain't saying nothing I was doing. What you even talking about? <laughs> and I was irritated because I was like, what? Like, anybody say I was sinning. But I was. And I'll never forget, you know, after that youth service, can't feel God, irritated. Uh, she pulled me aside and began to talk to me about God's love. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I do the blah, blah, blah hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because even though I knew everything she was saying was true, I didn't believe it for myself. Knowing how dirty I had been, knowing all the mistakes I had done, knowing how far away, I was like, God is not, he's not talking to me anymore. He's not about to sit here and love me no more. Was it because you didn't believe or was it because like you were just in a place where you didn't want to hear it? You were just like, oh. Both. It was definitely both. It was a place I didn't want to hear because it was too hard to believe because I was innocent. Mm. Um, And knowing that, me knowing better and saying, um, there's a conviction there. I I know this place. You know what I mean? I know what I'm doing. But out of all those times, the reason I'm going by every day is because of how he does this work. So the next following day, we had youth choir. So, mm-hmm. And we used to practice on every Saturday. And before we practice, we pray. And then we worship. And then we practice. But this day, we never got to practice. Because the Spirit of the Lord came through. Mm-hmm. And I can't feel nothing. <laughs> and I'm mad. I'm really mad. I'm like, and it's crazy because it's from a place where I know. I knew what his presence felt like. Mm-hmm. I knew and it the was fact like, that you couldn't feel it. It's yeah, like, man. and it was like so. People was praying for me, and I didn't forget the director at the time was praying for me. And I'm like, they probably think I'm crying. Like, yes, what? No, I'm crying because I'm mad because I can't, <laughs> I can't feel nothing. But all this time with me going back and forth, I'm letting the doubts or believing the lies of the enemy run what I'm doing. Mm. I'm not letting the truth that I know about God step up for me to take the action that needed to be taken, which was repent. And so I'm staring like, man, this is like, I'm done, done. Like, I'm not, I'm about to head on to the back of the church and sit in the back <laughs> of the church. I'm very visual in my, my journal. So I drew like this little pit, like mm-hmm. a little U shape. And then I shaded in the bottom and then I pointed an arrow and said, this is where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? communicate with oh, man. whoever I was trying to communicate with hey I'm down here man <laughs> I wonder I wonder if like because when you tell me that it's funny I wonder if like God was like what is this girl talking like, about <laughs> but I also know that when I did write my journals he was the guy that could read too mm-hmm. when I didn't have you know the words or maybe I did have the word maybe I didn't have the place to go mm. to say it to him but I was like here's his journal and he knew that's the place I was in the deep of the deep. Like, I'm done. Man. I do not. It's hard to be saved in my head. I'm making it hard. Uh, and I remember telling God while I was on the trip, like, because, and trying to blame him for where I'm at. Due to my oh, wow. experiences in life, yeah. this is why I'm struggling here. Now what are you going to do about that, God? <laughs> right? And I was wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Totally wrong. But I, great, I'm thankful for his mercy and his grace of how he set that up. Because even though Tukoya had talked to me about his love, that was still in my ear. Yeah. Even though I was trying to, you know, refuse it and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. 
And then so after that Saturday, <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> I don't know. I can remember this like yesterday. <laughs> Sunday morning, crazy service. Still could have everybody going nothing. Everybody going crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Shouting here, shouting there. People getting their breakthrough. I know. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like I'm in the trenches, man. <laughs> there are a lot of people who would be deceived and to think they can't get out. But that's mm-hmm. it wasn't true. Yeah. And I could, it was crazy service. I couldn't feel God. I'm just sad. Like, I just I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm literally depressed because I'm like, I can't do this. And Saturday night, we have you. It wasn't youth service, which was crazy. It was like Sunday school. And I kid you not, all I could remember was laying on that, sitting, bowing down on that floor in the fetal position. Before this, I don't even know what they preached about. I don't remember none of that. I don't know who sung. I don't know none of that. But I did know that this place that I was in, the Lord still wrote the word on my heart. Mm. He still prayed for my faith and my faith fell not. He still he still wrote this and existed so it couldn't go away. And I like it didn't matter what doubt or what anything I was going through, I knew enough that if I open up my mouth right here, he's gonna hear me and forgive me. Mm. I, I I knew enough. I knew enough. And so I bowed on that floor, literally in feeling position. Not one person laid hands on me. Not one person prayed for me. I didn't care. Nobody saw me. I bowed in that position of repentance. You know, just letting God know that I was sorry. I didn't say those words though. I remember, but because he, he, he's looking for the change of heart, change of mm-hmm. mind. And I didn't even say I was. I was just crying out, and I repented. And I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I was tired of sin. I was tired of it making me go through. I was tired of it making me down. Even though I was going through crazy stuff in life, but I was still tired of using it as an excuse. Yeah. When I had access to freedom, peace, love, and joy. It would yeah. be different if I had never experienced it before and then given in to depression, sadness, fear, and everything else. But I knew better. Yeah. I know that that's, that's mine. That's that what makes it worse right. too. Like exactly. when you're when you're sinning, you know what you could have, but you're still living, <laughs> living in that. beneath your privilege. Mm. And I said, "That's mine. I know I'm allowed to have that." And so I'll never forget. That was October 26, 2013. Because when I got up, I made the choice to be saved and I never looked back. I thank God for that experience because it let me know that no matter where I was, even after that, getting up. It didn't mean the fights weren't there, yeah. but it meant the choice was made. Yeah. After that, foolishness came to me, huh? <laughs> foolishness who? I'm sorry. I'm trying to be saved. Right. After that, it became weeks. I didn't struggle with a city. It became months. It became years. It became, well, look back. This is not my fight anymore. Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff, yes, do stuff go by fasting and praying? Absolutely. But some of that stuff, you need to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's what I made. It was a choice. I'll never forget. It's like I stood up. He dusted me off, told me to walk right. And that's exactly what happened. I hold on tight to his mercy Mm -hmm. and to his grace. And if I found myself in those quote unquote pits I would call now, I said, if he brought me out of that, surely this is nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's the greatest experience I ever had with God. But I thank God because he reminded me that even though those things happened, he was the one that was going to heal me. And he did. And those things have nothing over those things weren't fighting differently. But it's like, there's not, you're not even a thought. Mm, yep. And of course, the enemy wants to bring back different things. But it's like, you can't take away what I've already learned about God. I can't unlearn yeah. that. So you can't deceive me anymore. 
Yeah, and one thing one thing I've learned about the enemy is he always uses what's already been used. It's never nothing new. Nothing new. But I think, like you were saying, when we're so like when we're deceived and what we're in, like we can get so caught up in that and just be stuck. When in reality, you're just one step away from having peace step. and having joy. I remember uh, Brother Till when he realized this before, but he said, "God is the most creative person there is." Mm-hmm. He's the one that thought about the lungs and that the atmosphere underneath the lungs. He's the one that thought about the heart and how it needs blood to flow. He's the one thought about our eyes and every part of the eyes so we can see. Ain't none of us make that up. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he knew our that. bodies would need water. In fact, he made our bodies to need water. Right. Like he's the most creative person there is out there. We've done nothing but put things together with the Legos he gave us. Right. That's it. And I'm so grateful. Because if that's the case, if he's in that much in control, right. if God be God, then why can't we just trust him? Ooh. And it just, it, it helps me. So, it was different parts of the song. It says, and as you speak, a hundred billion galaxies are born. What? Just by speaking. Just by, that's speaking. The, just by speaking. In the vapor of your breath, the planets formed. If the stars are made to worship, so will I. When I think about that, when I teach my kids about God, and I get to the fourth day of the creation. That is my favorite day. Mm-hmm. Only because after he had made the, a few things that he made already. And I, I love this because it can it can just go against anything scientists think. Because mm-hmm. you're really dumb. You're really, you're really <laughs> stupid. But uh, they'll can't. get there one day. <laughs> uh, on day four, that's when he said, you know, he created uh, the, uh, the, the light to rule the night and the light to rule the day. Which mm-hmm. is the sun and the moon. And then he said, and the stars. And so when I think about that day, us as kids thinking, oh yeah, look, the Lord created. First of all, when he created the stars, and if we're in science class, what is a star? Right. What is a star? It's not like a like a piece like a fire. Like yeah, just fire. Comes, yeah. But when we look up and we see all these stars, that's what he made on day four. He made the galaxy. The earth was here first. On day four, he made the galaxy. So the sun showed up and all the other planets. And then now we're putting the solar systems and all that. Wait, but and science doesn't say that. Science doesn't. Science doesn't says that the galaxy was already here. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. For for God to say the galaxy, then and then to go even more in more specifics of how he created time. That's why I love day four. Because he said that the sun and the moon would d- dictate the seasons. So as far as science want to prove, we get a wet far farther away from the moon or farther away from the sun and all that. Our seasons change. You're absolutely right. But God thought about that first. But he also gave us time right. when he did that. So he was like, okay. He literally wrapped up time in his hands, went over and gave it to humans because time works for him. He doesn't need time. So people are confused. As so we were waiting on God to do this, waiting on God to do that. This isn't that. Hold on, He gave us time. He time doesn't even me. live in time. He That's doesn't the crazy even part. live in time. Wow. He gave us time to wake up when the sun rose up. He gave us time to go to bed when the sun, when the moon came up. That was time for us. Yeah. That's not for Him. For Him to be that big and that detailed in one day. <laughs> in one day. In one day. <laughs> Wow, he can go ahead and control everything else he wants to do. And it helps me to bow and reverence him. How mm-hmm. dare I not wake up in the morning and say thank you? How right. dare I think, man, I can't, I, I, I can't pray today. I, I'm too busy I'm too doing busy, what? Right. With the lungs he gave you with the air that he put it in there. <laughs> uh, with the sun he allowed to rose that you got up on. <laughs> so what are we too busy for? Right, you right. know, I think us being 
a few being church kids and a few being, you know, saved for a minute. We get life movie, we get ministry movie, we get all that. And we fail to realize what this is God. Yeah. We're doing it all for him. Right. So when I show up in prayer, when I show up to church, it's not her. I'm tired. Hold on with these breaths that I'm still yeah. breathing that he gave me. Mm-hmm. And any point of time could take away. I'm going to say I'm too tired to go to church. I'm too tired to get up and pray. And I know that we hear that all the time, especially in our generation, because we're lazy. Mm-hmm. We are. Everything's so convenient for everything. us. Everything. Literally everything. So we don't know how We to can wait. shop through an app now. Sure, yeah. Like, I don't even have to go to the grocery Lazy. shop anymore. Like, I can just say, I want this, this. Out of order. And have it, <laughs> have it delivered <laughs> to my door. Like, exactly. When, and how? because our age group, our generation and younger, is just getting used to that. Mm-hmm. When it's time to wait on God for something. They get impatient. And then go do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then now we're stuck. Yep. And so I thank God just for that reminder. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm nothing bigger with these little lungs that I got in my I little know. body. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give him that breath mm-hmm. with, you know, how he formed the body and all those type of things. I'm just so grateful for him, period. I don't ever want to be deceived. I told him this year. I'm not about to sit here and just be, I'm not doing this. I'm about to stand. Yeah, one thing I asked the Lord this year was, because last year what I did was I wasted a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And the time that I had, I could have used it to just grow in him. And I just wasted it. Like, I was just, like you said, I was too tired, supposedly. I was exhausted with work, school, just all these excuses. But this year, I'm, I've been, every day I've been asking God, give me that consistency to want to do, to give you my everything, not just in prayer and in worship, but work, school, like everything to you, like, because like like you said, nowadays everything is so convenient and like, and I'll, I'll even say it, like because it's so convenient, sometimes I get impatient too. Like when I'm making food, I re- sometimes I'd rather use the microwave than use the stove. It's so convenient, so right. I get it done in two minutes and if I do it on the stove, it takes five minutes. Oh, what a difference, like. <laughs> it's crazy because I was studying uh, the Harris Bible and forgot what scripture it was. One of the part of the commentary talked about you know, we are, we know that convenience cost. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I go to the gas station because I don't feel like going to Walmart, I'm going to pay like $5 for some deodorant where I could just get it there. Right. Because being convenient does cost. Yeah. But with us spiritually and the things that God asks us to do, mm-hmm. it does cost. And it costs our effectiveness. Yeah. When we are not doing what we're supposed to do and the Lord wants us to go pray for somebody or we want to have to speak or do any any ministry, any part of ministry, our effectiveness is watered down. Yeah. Because we've been convenient. Yeah. We were supposed to get a different response spiritually, or God was supposed to get a different type of level of glory. But because we didn't take that time, because we wanted to be convenient, we wasted that. And naturally, that makes sense. Like like I said about the microwave and the stove. Cause, mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so I eat a lot of tortillas. But when I cook it on the stove, it just... I don't know, it just tastes better. Mm -hmm. But in the microwave, when I put it in there, it's like soggy. It's still enough to me to eat it because it's hot, but it's not the same result when I do it on the stove. So that makes perfectly sense. Absolutely. And when we think about our time, uh, the last days, we don't, (laughs) there is no time to be given these saints that want to come in and be saved, Mm -hmm. or souls that want to come in and be saved, or the saints that are trying to stay microwave stuff. For man, there's no time. Yeah, it, there is no. That's not gonna sustain nobody. Mm-mm. That's not quality. Nothing. 
And so this year, I told God, I was going to stand. And what I meant by that was, there are many different times where because of my emotions, or because of just life happening, life happens. I'm yeah. not about to negate that. Because of how I responded to it, like, I sat down a lot. Yeah. I'm doubting. I don't know when. I No. I'm, I, I, I got a whole attitude. I am not doing that anymore. <laughs> Because no, what are we yeah. wasting time for? for I will be everything that God called me to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. The prophecies will come to pass. Every promise he said will happen. It is my job to be faithful. It is my job to be consistent. It is my job to believe and stand on God's word. So that's what I need to do. That is not hard. That's a choice that needs to be made. That's a choice I made this year. We went, we had press on Wednesday. And every year, which is crazy. I've been at press since it started. I literally since all of it started. But since it started at the... And by hold on, and by the way, and I talked about this in my other episode, but press it stands for prayer reaches every single situation, and it's usually on campus, and we just talk about who the Lord is. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to. And we travel around. Yeah, I just wanted to explain that in case if there's someone new listening or if you forgot. But go ahead. <laughs> and so we had press at uh, our college campus, and every year, every year before we start, every semester before we start back up again. There is like this big old huh. But I don't know where it comes from. That's, that's the only word I can get for it. Like that's, not wanting to. Yes, like, that's just, just the uh. feeling that comes like uh. And then so because I graduated, mm-hmm. I started thinking like, well, maybe this is not, you know, my ministry anymore. And all you, excuses stuff. literally start to come literally. in. <laughs> yes, literally. Literally. I've, I've literally heard people do, do this too. That's not my ministry anymore, you know. I'm not that age. I'm not this and that. And so I was trying to, about to give into mm-hmm. those feelings. But of course, that's what's about to happen. Because the enemy doesn't want me to do that. And so every time, I could you know mm. what I'm talking about? There's a dread every Wednesday. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And I figured it out this past Wednesday. Dread. Dread came on Wednesday. <laughs> and I'm like, man, because now I got, I'm, got a full-time job. Now I got stuff to do. This isn't that. Well, mm-hmm. excuses the heck. <laughs> I am here to serve the Lord for these saints to be, these souls to be saved. Right. But because I'm not seeing the results I want, or this is that, I'm thinking like this, me being there is really pointless. I started showing up late. Mm. Out of order. Out of order. I started reading that. So this Wednesday, I recognized when I got there. It, it, kid you not, I was fine that morning, cool talking. I'm like this, slouched. I kind of want to be here. But it's, it's also a feeling that comes over. Mm. And then it's like all these emotional problems. It's like on Wednesday, I remember what I'm going through. That's it. And it's like, why on, why on only Wednesday, so though? So you know what? We, before we even started press, we, came, we prayed. And by this time, we separated. And we prayed. They said, what are we going to pray about? I said, you know what, y'all? We're going to pray about standing. Because I'm not doing this no more. Because I see what the enemy is doing. Throwing in stuff or just trying to make the feeling just so I won't be as effective. Because there have been many times where the Lord has gave so much wisdom for a soul that needed understanding. Through my mouth. Because yeah. I was there. Mm-hmm. One time, a few weeks ago, before a break, I, I I just knew it. But the Lord allowed me to break it down in a way for that young lady to want to be baptized right then and there. Yeah. Because I was there. Mm-hmm. Not no glory of my own, but because I was in position. Yeah. Uh, Could have and definitely had them same feelings of, huh, why am I yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I began to, now I'm going to rebuke that. Yeah. that's not God. I really made that up. <laughs> and it is the enemy trying to stop this. Yeah. I am going to come until God says not. Yeah. Because sometimes we just think, oh, you know, no, you make that up. Did God say no? Stop. Right. Then no. Then I'm not going to stop unless I'm not allowed to be at the school on campus because I'm too old or 
he wants me to move on to something else for this time of this season. And when I recognized that, I said, you know what, God, I'm about to stand. I'm not about to give in to my emotions anymore. I'm not doing that. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. I and it's saw, very prideful, too. Yeah. I saw a post. I don't know who made it, but they were they took a picture. Um, they were at Walmart or something. And I don't know if you've gone to Walmart recently. They have spring clothes out. For exactly, I'm I know, cold. right? <laughs> so they have like little tank tops and like crops, and they're ready for spring. But I was reading the caption, like what they were trying to like, um, the message that they were trying to send behind the picture was that Walmart knew that they have a season, regardless of what they're going through. Seasons change, and so although you know we're in winter and it's cold and. It's freezing outside. They know that after this, spring is coming. So they need to get ready for, you know, whatever clothes that they have to sell. So what I'm saying by that is we all go through those seasons where we're just like, ugh, or however you feel. And one thing I've also learned is, you know, the enemy will fight no matter what. It doesn't matter. No matter what. It don't matter if you feel like you're in the best place with God and you're like, man, nothing can touch me. The enemy will still fight you. But you just have to remember that seasons change. And so although you're in winter, just know spring is coming and you need to be prepared for that. So that kind of like what you're saying kind of reminds me of that. Absolutely. Like definitely um, just being prepared at all times. Yep. In season, out of season. And I just thank God for that boldness this year. And my faith has increased so much. Just yeah. my literally. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. My <laughs> faith literally increased. By not giving in to my emotions. Mm. That's what happened. And that's one of the biggest fights. That, that's it. And like, I can't even speak to that place because the Lord just dealt with me about my emotions. But feelings can feel so real. Like, yeah. it can feel such like, like, like if it's a fact. But they're just seasonal like you just can't trust your feelings because yeah. next thing you know you're gonna be a spring yeah like although you're in winter like you cannot tra- you cannot go based off of your feelings that's what i'm learning that's what god is teaching me because if you go based off of your feelings you're gonna miss out on a lot because i feel sad or oh i don't want to do this or oh well this person did this to me so i don't want to do go over there it's just a whole bunch just a lot and then your mind battles it's a whole bunch all because, because you, you listen, yeah. Because you gave into your yeah. feelings, yeah, pretty much. And if we don't, I'm I'm literally seeing in real life that if I don't give into my emotions mm-hmm. and I have faith, right? That's that's where you just that's where you move. That's you're it. you you're gonna leave that place of all those emotions, yeah. having faith. I'll never forget. And it's Lord teaching me. We had a service at Turning Point Friday night, and by this time at the end, it was it was also called time, but it's also the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Brother Ryan got up and began to push like hard. You could tell it was a push. Like he felt for the Lord. He wants to do something. He wants to do something. And everybody wasn't feeling that. People was like, <laughs> I'm, ready Amen, to go. But I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I say, You know what, Lord? I'm not going to do that. I want you and I need you right now. Rabin, I'm going to see, and I bowed, and my emotions flooded me like blood. And I'm crying. And I'm, one, I'm thinking, why is God not responding the way I want him to? I've been going through this, 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 and that. Blah, blah, blah. All these emotions came up. And I, had to st- I literally had to stop my thoughts mm-hmm. and worship. Just worship. That's it. I began to tell God how good he was as tears are still flowing because my emotions are still there. 
I began to how fit he was and all that. And I began to push. That definitely take some willpower. That definitely take, you know, strength. But I had to humble myself. Yeah. And I pushed. And I was the la- literally the last one in the church there that night. Mm. And I did not get three spots I was looking for from God. But you know what came? Just that that's a level of strength. Yeah. Because first of all, I didn't know God was pleased with what I gave him, mm-hmm. despite my emotions. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me to keep going to the next day. I don't feel like that no more today, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You're right. okay. I remember telling someone, group of people, I told everybody to close your eyes. So close your eyes. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that place, that dark, dark, deep place that was just so hard. And you really felt like it was never going to end. But you remember that place. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. You remember who, who was there, who wasn't there. The emotions, what happened. And it was just so dark. Like, oh my gosh, it was hard. Open your eyes. You're not there anymore. <laughs> and when I thought of it that way. Hold on. Why was I feeling sad though? Exactly. <laughs> You're not there anymore. You're, You're right. not I'm even not. there anymore. I'm not. You're not. And wow. move on. What? That just reminded me of bro- what Brother Terry did. I think he did something similar at camp. Really? When he made us close our eyes, he's like, imagine a house on fire or something like that. And I'm over here like, how am I going to get out? And I'm like oh stressing. God, and he was like, open your eyes. He said, it was just an imagination. I was like, so I stressed out for yeah, nothing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think our imagination, our mind is very, even science will say that. Because yeah. we're just backing up what God has already made, but... Our mind is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. And that's the one thing, one of the main things that the enemy will fight is yep. your mind. That's it. why a lot of young people have so many mind battles. Mm-hmm. Is because if you just it. knew that what you fight, that that all you have to do is fight with the word, you'll be set in like, I mean, grab that word like it's the last thing you have. This For mind real. is, it's crazy. Like... And it's something that's why God wants us not to be deceived and to have understanding. Yeah. Uh, I was going through something. And it's crazy. You ever been like going through something? Like, I don't remember I was going through something. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. how much it was stupid. <laughs> and that's how much we really hyped it up for uh, no reason. Yeah. Because you real. don't even remember what you was even talking yeah. about. And then when you do talk about it, it's like, I was stressing over that. Exactly. <laughs> so I was going through whatever I was going through. Mm-hmm. Don't remember. But I do remember the feeling. And I remember being so emotional. And I was, uh, you know, talking to a, a big brother of mine. I was, like, telling him all these emotions and mm-hmm. all that. Like, I feel like I'm an iceberg, you know, with the, the ice show at the top. Mm-hmm. There's so much underwords and yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. going crazy and all this stuff and all these emotions coming at once. All of it. I feel all of it. <laughs> and he began to ask me questions. You know, try to decipher where, where is this coming from? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what he said. But I remember it was... He, as he was explaining the place that I was in, mm-hmm. the understanding. Mm-hmm. When I got understanding, there was nothing else there anymore. It was like the iceberg melted away. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I began to recognize. And there's a scripture I forgot where I, I marked it too. I think it's in Matthew's. Matthew around the time they're talking about the uh, the uh, uh, um, the seed and and different grounds it goes in. But the scripture talked about. It oh, the about, sower. The yeah, sower. but it was, it was in the middle of that, but it talked about having understanding and why God gives it. Mm-hmm. But in the, I would never forget, I was like, I, I get it now. Because of my understanding, that place cannot overtake me anymore. Right. I understand too much. 
And I was just like, that's why it's important to go and hold on to them, to not be in church and ignoring the word, to not be ignoring these different, because you need that. Once they broke it down, it was key. And I want to I wanna, uh, talk about an example naturally. Um, like, for example, when you are doing algebra and there's like an equation you just don't understand. So immediately you're going to get frustrated and you're just going to be like stressed out mm-hmm. and you feel like you're never going to go over, like be able to break down that equation, all that. But like you said, once you start getting understanding, man, you're going to knock that out so quick. Exactly. You're not even going to just, okay, this means this. Okay, that's what it equals to. It's crazy yeah. because when you said that, what came to mind was the equation. Mm-hmm. You know, once you figure out where to plug in what, you're exactly. always going to get the correct answer. So biblically, <laughs> biblically, yes. once you know where to plug in what, you're gonna, where to plug in the fast, man. hello, where to plug in that prayer, extra prayer time, hello, where to plug in that study, that moment, you're always going to get the right the answer. Same, man. All you need to know is because God is very consistent. Very. The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He didn't change anything. Mm. Nothing. The same word applied to Abraham. Same word applied to Paul. Same word applied to, to Matthew and all them. It applies to yes, them. Yep. This morning in prayer, I was reading this story. I don't know where, but usually I just open up Bible and it's something he wants me to read. And I was reading how God was responding to Job. Even though God allowed Job to be tested and then mm-hmm. was like, hey, he said, try my servant Job. Like, yeah. dang. Go <laughs> Well, he went through for he, real. No, Job, he went through more than anybody I know. Yeah, he went and, through. You know, Job got to a place where he started getting smart and not acknowledging God the way he should have. The way I mean, the way God tore him up with his words, talking about who, basically who created this, who did that, yeah. who did this, who did that. I'm, I mean, it's two chapters long of who did this, who did that. And I'm looking, reading like, whoa, how big of a God he is. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, Joe, Joe clearly, because it's at the end of the story, Joe literally just repents. Was like, wow, I don't even know what to say next. That won't even sound foolish because mm. I was wrong. But he acknowledged God and he repented. And his friends came, prayed for his friends, and then God healed him. And when I think about that, of just how big God is or how God trusted Job, because Job had everything, whatever, but also was a good servant. I want the Lord... I'm not saying give me what Joe gave me. Yeah, but no, no. I am saying <laughs> no, no. I do want him to be able to depend on me like that. Yeah, definitely. Out of whatever is going on, it is well with my soul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no, because I didn't grow up like that, that's not in me. But because the Holy Ghost is, it is. And it's, we're going to work this thing out. And he's going to teach me how to respond that way. Because God forbid we have all these, we still got life to live. We're only 24, 25. Yeah. But I plan on standing for Jesus. Yeah. Good. You for mean, sure. For but the yeah. only way we can really stand for Jesus is if we stand in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't let these emotions. And when you out. say, it reminds me when you say, like, I want to stand. Because I was reading, I was actually reading David and Goliath. Mm. And how, how David stood and what he knew about God through his experience. Exactly. Because no one saw what David went through when he was by himself. And it was just God. The thing, the victories that he that the Lord gave him. Yeah. And then when it was time to uh, slay Goliath, everyone looking at him like, Goliath is this huge... And he didn't need nobody else. Yeah, and, and, but the crazy part is, when he walked up to Goliath, it was just a rock, a stone. 
It's and, and it wasn't the stone that killed him. It was the fact that he had a word. Yeah. It was the word that fought for him. So that's what I was saying earlier. You know, when you have the word, that's what we that's what you need to fight with. Cause that's something that's so stern. Like it's not gonna crumble, it's not gonna change. It's just like you said, plug it in the equation, you're still gonna get the right answer. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It's just crazy. It makes me grateful to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm I'm gonna stand. Yeah. I'm not. Do, I'm not giving it to these I'm emotions. standing with you because I I can't I do it either. Jack. I I can't. It's I said too, it's no. so exhausting. Like just like thinking about it's it. It's actually easier just to believe. It is than just because once you start doubting. But what if this? And then you try to figure it out. And because then, uh, no. then then what we not about to do is make God out to be a liar or like he's not big enough that he, or not strong enough to to handle to it. do this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like we're not, I'm not about to do that. Yeah. Sure. This year I'm standing, and I knew there was some. There are some different prophecies and different um, things the Lord has allowed me to see and to know about the things he's going to do. That when I first heard, I'm like, who me Christian picks? <laughs> because he was doing that. Right. Ooh, but I'm like, man, like, I don't want to doubt that. If you say I'm going to do it, then let's go. What is one thing before we close? What is one thing you would want to say to whoever's listening? I would say put one foot in front of the other. Keep going. A lot of us get stuck. I know my mindset is just based on, and the Lord has helped, but I know many mindsets could be, it's not progress. It's failure until perfection, until mm -hmm. there. It's not. I'm literally learning for myself. Progress is of God. Mm -hmm. Because when Jesus was born, he could have came at that womb speaking straight. <laughs> walking. Full vocabulary. Full words. of everything. <laughs> yeah. Born in a mansion and all of that. But he didn't do that. Yeah. He grew just as we did. Mm -hmm. He was one just like we was. He had to learn to walk just like we did. Had to learn to eat by himself just like we did. And all that. So he commends progress. Yeah. It's not, it's not a failure. And so I would say keep putting one foot in front of the other because just as long as there's breath in your body mm -hmm. and as long as the rapture did not happen, yeah. you can repent and get up and move on. Okay, so that is the end of this episode. I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, but before we close out, we're going to close out in prayer. And Krisha, would you like to <laughs> sure. close this out? Go ahead. Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. God, we thank you. Thank you, We thank Jesus. you for access, God. We thank you for thank the you. right to talk to you. We thank you for the authority that you've thank given you, us. Jesus. God, we thank you because you don't have to do anything, but yet you're still here. Thank you, Jesus. Father, it's in the name of Jesus. God, you Thank see you, every soul out there wanting you, waiting Jesus. for the manifestation. You see every saint out there needing you, not wanting to give in to the sin, Thank not you, wanting Jesus. to give in to the emotions. But we're asking that you rise up a standard within us Jesus. to stand for your God, to believe in your word. Remember the Thank word you've written you. on our heart. Remember, God, please, that you pray that our faith fails not. Jesus. You pray that prayer just so you can Jesus. answer it. God, it is in the name of Jesus, Jesus because you still have a remnant that will stand in the last and evil deceived day. Jesus. God, we're asking, oh God, that you said tr truth everywhere this goes, Father. Have thine own way and say, heal who needs to be healed, save who needs to be saved, deliver who needs to be delivered, and set free who needs to be set free. We still believe that your name has power. So in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.